Hello and welcome to the Minter Dialogue Internet Show number 44. This interview is with Amy Schlein, Marketing Director at CubeU, an innovative platform that allows marketers to mine and analyze data inside Facebook and beyond the basic Facebook insights. Definitely a pearl of a find at the web. Anyone who wants to use Facebook as a marketing tool needs to listen to this one. Enjoy the show. Internet show where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, author of themindset.com. That's T H E M Y N D S E T, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes on the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to the quick. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Minter Dialogue Internet Show. I'm at Le Web 2012, uh, and I'm in the, the booth area, and I've got a project that is going to be super important for anyone who's interested in mining data on Facebook. So, Amy, can you tell us who you are and what you do? Hi, my name is Amy Schlein, and I am here at the web, excited to be part of this conference. I'm actually a Canadian working out of Milan for a very innovative and exciting company called CubeU. CubeU, in a nutshell, gives you rich customer profiles that you can get from any Facebook application. And so this is helpful for pretty much any company that is using a Facebook application and doesn't really understand who its customers are all about. Anyone who uses such an application right now knows that, yes, there's such thing as Facebook Insights, but the level of information that you're able to get from it is quite surface level. Well, we go completely beyond that. We give you a simple code that unlocks and opens up the door to give you rich amount of information, not only about demographics, but also what your customers are doing on Facebook. So you can understand what they like, you can understand what they're posting about, who they're speaking to, how many friends they have, and where they're checking in. And then the beauty of everything is that our innovative platform enables you to put and splice and segment these variables in any way, shape, or form and put them together based on whatever is interesting to your business. So if I can give an example, if your company, for example, is operating in France where we are right now at, uh, at the web, and you are interested in looking at your customer segment based in Paris, you're able to create a specific segment, let's say, hypothetically speaking, on just your customer segment in Paris of women who are between the ages of 25 to 35 who, for example, like Gucci on Facebook and might have made a posting about a handbag within the last week. This is a completely specific and very very micro level of information that you can get about these customers and this will show you what their interests are, what their passions are all about, where they're going, what they're talking about online so that you can create, engage your, your marketing strategies and tactics accordingly. Okay. Well, you know, that sounds like the Valhalla. The, the, the thing is we're in 2012, why hasn't this existed before? That's a really good question in terms of why it hasn't existed before. And part of the reason is because we haven't had access to this information. Facebook doesn't enable us to have access to this information. But we have an incredible team of programmers. We have a team of about 20 people from the office, and 15 of which have a very strong background in coding, who have been able to unlock. And this is all Facebook approved, too. This is all also customer approved, too. Because yeah, because you're, not, you're a Facebook... Um... We are a Facebook preferred developer. We are a Facebook preferred developer. And uh, as we were 
joking before this conversation, there's not many of them in Italy because, uh, well, for many reasons, but uh, we are one of the only Facebook preferred developer companies who exist in Italy right now. And so, and also just to keep in mind, like any Facebook, like any application that you have to take part in, there obviously is that level of opt-in that a customer has to do. So just as if you were downloading Foursquares or any particular application, you do have to give your consent to give this application access to your status updates, to your comments, et cetera, et cetera. All right, well, the, the, so obviously this is what we need in marketing. The, with the challenges, you know, I have, let's say, 100,000 fans on Facebook today. Right. How do I get that information? So if you have 100,000 fans on Facebook, unfortunately this tool can't go back re retroactively and capture that information. But what many companies are doing is they're creating incentives, they're creating campaigns, they're creating contests, they're creating games, for example, to attract individuals to come to their site and to participate and to use this application. And then that way you're able to capture that. What other companies are also doing is they have a social login on their website. TripAdvisory is a great example. They have 58 million people who use their website with a Facebook login each and every single month. So if you're a massive organization or an organization of the size of TripAdvisor and if you have a social login, all you simply need to do is to tack this code onto the back of your application and you're set to go. Other companies, for example, might need to create that incentive or that sort of carrot in a sense to entice people to come to your website and sort of, I don't want to say re-login, but participate with you in a new way, engage with you in a new way so that you can have access to this info. Right. So if I go, if, if someone comes onto my website Facebook Connect opts in. Does that allow me to have all the data in Facebook? Yes, absolutely. Right. Yes, all of their information. So any information that I have posted to my Facebook account, for example, who my employer is, who I'm married to, what my political views are, what my religious affiliation is, I have access to that. I can also have access to see what you just posted yesterday, to who your friends are, to how big your network is, to how active you are on Facebook. So imagine, this is every marketing manager's dream, and companies would pay millions and millions for information like this. But the best part about this product is that it's absolutely free. All right, tell us about the business model because in my world I'm always suspicious when it's free. Yeah, and it's true that I'm a business school student so I've learned that there is no such thing as a free lunch and live true to those rules, but I'll explain what our business model is and how we intend to operate. First of all, I should say that we're quite a medium-sized startup company and we've recently received uh, quite a significant amount of investing. And what we've decided to do with this investment is to use this to gain market share. There are another couple of companies in the world that operate and do something similar to what we're doing, but what we want to do is show why our product is superior and why everyone out there should be using it. Um, and once, I mean, obviously that's not a sustainable model, but uh, what we want to do is operate with something similar to, let's say, LinkedIn or Google Analytics, where the basic application in terms of what you see now, today, will always be free, but we can create some specialty products in the future based on information that we've gathered in terms of what our customers need that we can then monetize and offer at a premium price. So if I'm a small company, chances are I can use it for free. If I'm a bigger company with a large audience, chances are I'm going to need to go for the premium level. Exactly. And we want to sort of live, since we are very much attached to Facebook and anchored on the information, we want to live by their words. And they always say it's free and it always will be. All right. So, uh, so for a bigger company of the day, 
right now everything's free, but there's going to be a premium version down the road. Exactly. So just like Google Analytics right now, I mean, you can do thousands of things with Google Analytics as it exists, but in case you want to sort of opt into that extra analysis or those, the extra mile of the information that you can get from it, yes, you have to pay a premium price for that. All right. So uh, you guys have been around, you're not very old, I mean, I don't mean you, but you know, the company. Um, you have a, any client you can talk us through a business case for how they use it? Sure, absolutely. I'd be happy to do that. So one of the business cases that we like to talk about is with a company called Amadori, who is uh, they basically sell chickens and meats and all types of... Uh, yummy chicken, I'm sure. Yeah, yummy chicken, I'm sure. But as you probably know, nobody buys chicken online. This is not an e-commerce site that we're talking about, but it's a very significant company in Italy. They have more than $1.2 billion in revenue from $1.2 billion and 30% of the market share. And so so what's an interesting thing about this company is that they're pretty advanced in terms of their social innovation. So they have quite a significant social media platform. And what they've tried to do over the course of the summer is understand their customer base a little bit more. So they did a number of campaigns and they tried to obviously incentivize people to log in with their Facebook applications. They should capture this information. And what they saw is that a huge percentage of, of the individuals that were logging in were highly interested in cinema and travel and cuisine. So they thought, okay, this is information that's important to us because A, this is going to help us with our marketing strategy, and two, we can now offer incentives and prizes and loyalty programs to our customers based on things that they actually care about. So they did a small pilot project, which is basically with a budget of almost next to nothing, especially for a company the size of Amadori, where they offered 150 cinema tickets for free to somebody over the course of the year. And they had over 1,000 people that applied to be part of this within a span of two weeks. And this is 1,000 people who were precisely within their customer target base. So then this is an additional layer of information that they've received. And so right now what they're able to do with this is they're putting together an entire campaign that's based around the cinema. One person actually said, are they going to start making movies about chickens? And no, we hope that it's never going to come to that. But they know that now they need to be present within the cinema sphere and offering prizes like travel reward prizes to their customers because those are things that they really appreciate and value. Another finding that they that they that Amadori also took away from their insights from CubeView is that they found out that a lot of people who were using and engaging with Amadori online were actually single women. And so most of their products that they have been putting out in the market have been in a larger, slightly larger size meant for a family. But since they've seen some of these new insights, they've thought, okay, we actually need to refine our package and our product. So let's put together some sort of single serving options that might have, you know, rather than three or four chicken breast together, let's just put one or two that one individual might consume in an evening. So this has impacted everything from, this is, this is a very, I don't want to say a rare case, but this is a fantastic case to demonstrate how these insights have affected everything from the way that this company is trying to go its customer base, increase their customer's attention, and even change their product marketing. So you can change the product that they're delivering to their marketplace just by simple insights that they've gathered from Facebook. All right, cool. Um, so you guys are focused on Facebook. What about any other social uh, media? Um, in fact, uh, and I probably can't speak too much about this because I've, I don't want to say that I've recently joined this company, but this company has been around for about three years and this product has gone through a major evolution. And at one time or another, we were actually trying to gather information from all different 
different sites, from LinkedIn, from Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. But what we found is that, uh, I mean, A, not only focusing is better, but people are very much anchored to their Facebook profile. That even though we use some of these other mediums, it's all very much centered on Facebook. So, for example, this is the medium that I actually take care of the most in terms of updating, keeping an updated profile, updating my photos. This is the medium that I'm really communicating with people more at a personal level and not, let's say, a business level in terms of LinkedIn or a professional level like LinkedIn or even the Twitter sphere. It's really, it's really Facebook that's quite rich in the details. So this is where we're focusing on the moment, but who knows what might tell for the future in terms of how we add in other social applications and networks to, to enrich our information that we get. In the, in the realm of enriching, Amy, um, one of the things that is critical as we get to understand better how to use Facebook yeah. is benchmarking. Do you have that within your scope? Is that something that when you go in you can say, well, you know, we can help you benchmark how to get better engagement as well? Is that something you can provide? Um, well, what we want to do right now is we're also seeking out different partners that can work with us to help us on sort of taking the next step. Because right now what we're able to offer with TubeView is we're able to offer you information and insights. But taking the next steps in terms of taking action and engaging your customers is, is something that we want to develop down the road that we're currently seeking partners on. So, for example, if you want to be able to send a targeted email or a targeted message to these individuals, we're trying to find partners who can help us and enable us to do that, to send that email, to send that direct marketing strategy directly to them. You're based in Milan. The name of the company is QBU, not YouTube, or it's got, a, it's got a very English feel to it. What's your ambition? What's our ambition for the company? Well, it's a quite ambitious goal, but uh, it's important to dream and it's important to have goals. But Google Analytics is something that everybody uses. If you have a website, you need Google Analytics. Our dream and our goal is that anybody who has a Facebook application will turn to KubeView. We're not going to give you analytics. We're going to tell you beyond analytics. We're going to tell you exactly who is using your product. All right, somebody wants to use your product. How do they get in touch with you? You can come visit us on our website. It's www.cubeview.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at QView. You can also get in touch with me or follow me on Twitter. My name is Amy, so my, uh, my, my handle is at Amy Schlein, and that's what you can do. We look forward to meeting all of you, and just remember, come and visit us at QU. We're absolutely free. We are just opened up our doors to the public. We've been uh, locked in sort of beta testing for the last few months and just working with a selection of partners. But for the first time ever at Loeb, we've been able to open up our doors, and we've had more than 400 people sign in in the last couple of days. So come and join this newing and growing startup. Is your, uh, just the last question, is your interface uh, only in English, or do you have other languages? Uh, right now it's only in English. All right, well, all the English phones, people listening to this, they're people English. People listening to this in English, exactly, but hopefully we're going to be able to add new languages in the near future. Well, it's a pleasure to have you, Amy. Uh, we share a Canadian uh, link. Yeah. Uh, we love Italy, and, yeah, exactly. uh, and we're in Paris. Fantastic. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and thank you for listening and following us. And um, please try QBU and tell us your experience in terms of using it. Thanks for having listened to this recording of the Minter Dialogue radio show. You'll find the show notes on themindset.com, T-H-E-M-Y-N-D-S-E-T, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter. If you like the show, please don't forget to click the handy Facebook like button or tweet it out. And if you speak French, you can find my other French language interviews on minterdial.fr. In the meantime, please come join the conversation at The Mindset or catch me on Twitter at M-D-I-A-L. Happy trails.
Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.